Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petragallo. Welcome to a horrible kind of hell this week. A horrible kind of hell um, where we have many, 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 many heart to hearts. It's a, Nobody the, cares about anything else. It's just all heart to heart. This film should be called Heart to Heart. Yeah. With all of these people. Or, my opinion, <laughs> yeah. fart to fart. Okay. Fart to fart. If this is your first week with us, welcome. If this is not your first week with us, welcome back. We thank you for being here with us to yes. experience these movies um, as a passenger, to be on a journey. Uh, but while we're on this journey, we go through every painful, excruciating detail. Uh, thank you for your Apple Podcast reviews. Thank you oh, for yes. your Patreon donations. Yes. It all means a lot. Thank you guys for yeah, everything. Exactly. Thank you for not asking any anyone uh yes we are on patreon it is patreon.com slash you got high gold y-o-u-g-o-t-h-e-i-g-l-d where we discuss things like 90 day fiance below deck we play games like plotsy um where i show james a movie poster of a movie he's never seen and he guesses the uh plot of the movie or what the movie's about here's a thing right spoiler i'm never right no no ever i'm always wrong always very wrong but i will say he has been getting better less um violence well i mean i've noticed there's still violence but at least it's not like so shocking yeah at least the violence is like you've written it into the script which is good which is i I think that that's what you were missing before i would like to say though most of these movies we've seen would be better and i'm not usually into that much violence but they'd be better with some violence (laughs) of course i think of course could spice them up a bit we also play the game uh make your own rom-com where we you know pick from the bin who our main character is who are their love interest is what their jobs are where they live and what obstacle that they have to overcome uh and the movies are pretty awesome the last episode of uh make your own rom-com james uh, drew um dolly parton and she was a dictator yes dolly's a dictator the dictator of of seattle yes well it was dictator they lived in seattle you made her the dictator of a town in Tennessee. It was hilarious. Which is very weird. It was wild. But it was really awesome. What about this week? Um, This week we're going to be, since it is tell-all season for Happily Ever After, well, it was a couple weeks ago, and um, we finally got the other way back. We're going to talk about 90 Day Fiance, where we kind of wrap up the season of Happily Ever After. And since we had a bit of a break for the other way, uh, we will catch everybody up on that. Get back into that. Yeah, that is on patreon.com slash you got high gold. But anyway. This last week, we watched Intolerable Cruelty, um, which is with Catherine Zeta-Jones and George Clooney. And that one was because I showed you a poster on Plotsy. Yeah. And also, so I don't know what happened. I uploaded the wrong file. So if you're like, wow, this sounds like Plotsy and it was for free, I'm sorry, you're welcome. But yeah. like, also, um, 
It was a folder I, mix up. I replaced the I replaced the file, so if it's still plotsy, just undownload and re-download. Sorry, I had a moment yeah. where I was a senile old woman and I don't know what happened and that's that. But you know what? Speaking this of week, senile. Everyone in this movie was senile. This week's recommendation comes from our friend TJ. Uh, She messaged us and she messaged me and was like, my mom just watched this movie and it was looked pretty bad. And I was like, "Okay, this movie Um, is got Heigl in it. So I'm on board and it was only 90 minutes. So this week we watched The Big Wedding. Um, Just it seems like they got I've never it seems like they they hired too many actors and they were like, what do we do? It's definitely a star studded piece of shit. Yeah, they got two actors for each thing. Then they were like, we want all of these people. What are we going to do? We'll just we'll just make them We'll figure a way out to put them all in the movie. And I thought when I first saw the poster of the movie, because I was like, I told you, remember, I was like, look, it looks like a star studded piece of shit. I can't wait. Yeah, I told remember I said, I think it's going to be a commercial for like a wedding. It wasn't a commercial for a wedding. It was actually instead a 90 minute commercial about how embarrassed everybody is of their family. And, and how they're perfectly how, willing to talk about it out in the open. With everyone. Anyone so it around. was the strangest thing in the whole world. <laughs> I love, hated this movie. I was so mad at it. Um, we got Heigold real good. Right in the face So on TJ, thank you. thank you. It was well worth our time because it was at least an enjoyable terrible. Yeah. Because it was only 90 minutes. That's Okay, so let's get into it. The Big Please. Wedding in 2013. 90 minutes that's spectacular. Six minutes under. Yeah, man, it was a it was an, an abusive ninety minutes. It was though. very abusive. They took liberties. They took liberties. They took advantage <laughs> they of really did. our tolerance. I feel like starring Robert De Niro, Diane Keaton, and Katherine Heigl. This could have been called intolerable cruelty as well. This movie, and you know what? Was... I'm going to argue that this one deserved that title more yeah. than the other movies. This did. was like constitutional level, yeah, too too hard on us. This I one feel was like. this cruel I, and unusual. Could, you could show this movie to me and tell me I have to watch it start to finish, or I could <laughs> wrongfully confess to a murder I did not commit, and I don't know. I don't know if I would confess well, to that murder. <laughs> they had to cram everybody into this movie, and then uh, in addition to cramming everybody into this movie, they're like, "Well, who are the funny characters?" All of them. We have to yeah. give all of them. They all must be lines. very witty. They all must be very funny. It's they all too must much. be yeah. And they all must be willing to air their dirty laundry in public and have people make comments about it in real time and making fun of them. And yeah. It's like what? What is this? A fucking you know like a snap contest? What are we? Nineteen ninety two? What's happening? Yeah. What are we watching? So what we are watching? Uh, the IMDb yeah. description is a long divorced couple fakes being married as their family unites for a wedding. Yeah, okay, fine. Sounds good. Great. The tagline is it's never too late to start acting like a family. Which I take issue with. So when I first read the description, so I, I do all the prep stuff before we watch the movie, so I do all the IMDb stuff. So the tagline to me, I I am like, I am going to be a passenger. I am going on a journey. This is the tagline that they are telling me. <laughs> and this is where we're going. Is it's you know, so they've never been a family. But I never got the idea that they were never a family. It seems the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Seems they're like, like a leave it to beaver family. Co- they're just like too much of a family. They were perfect. They they were a perfect nuclear family. It was um, with other people. It was involved. a mom and a dad and one boy and one girl, and then they adopted a kid. They so adopted it was, a young Alejandro. Yeah, and it was just like, 
Okay. Uh, yeah, the, I guess Let's that'll come up in the it. plot. Yeah, the, oh, the fun fact of this <laughs> movie is that there are four Oscar winners in this film. Just four. Just four Oscar winners. Think and about that's that. that's what we have. We had Robin Williams. We got Catherine Heigl. We got uh, Catherine Diane Heigl Kegel. Catherine Heigl won an Oscar? Kegel. I said Diane Kegel. Oh, my God. That's so Di- embarrassing. <laughs> because there was a lot of weird sexual stuff in this movie. And oh, no. Oh, my oh, no. God. No. Diane and her... And her- fucking super super tight vagina. I know everything about everybody's <laughs> vagina in this fucking movie. Oh my they god. Do talk that about was it a enough. little subversive right there. I just yeah. was like Diane Kegel. Oh no. We almost got too close to Sarandon's. Whoa. There was a lot going on. Maybe maybe Catherine Heigl. I thought I read that she was but it's probably Susan Sarandon. Uh, Susan Sarandon. Okay. De Niro. Yeah. Sarandon't. Saran. No, no, no. Okay. So we start off in the movie. Oh my god. I am just <sighs> It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Diane Kegel is probably the funniest <laughs> accidental name, though, ever. Diane Kegel. There <laughs> she is. And it really makes sense for this. She should have changed her name to that for this movie. Yeah, that could I have think been her starring Diane Kegel. <laughs> well, that could have been her character's name. Yeah. Would have went, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, there she is. Okay, so we have a B-roll of a house. It looks like it's on the East Coast. It's a reflection of the house in the pond, lake, creek. Body of water. Body of water. Of some kind. By the way. What is James's favorite body of water? Why, why are you asking me this? Oh, you don't remember what you said to me the other day? No. What is you it? said that your favorite body of water was Cheddar Bay. <laughs> oh, Cheddar Bay. Yeah, yeah. That is my favorite body. <laughs> I would like to go to Cheddar Bay. Pick the biscuits right off, off the beach. It's, it was a bay of. It was just a bay of water. Whatever this was. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. With the that's we'll call it Cheddar Bay. We're they gonna live, call they it live Cheddar on Bay. Cheddar yeah. Bay, where you pick biscuits right out of the trees. <laughs> that's what happens. Any, all the trees that grow on shoreline on the shoreline. That's those Cheddar work. Bay biscuits are so good. They are Red Lobster's terrible, but the biscuits are wonderful. Now, of course. Yeah. Um. The only reason to go there. All right. So, uh, voiceover of Robert De Niro, obviously, because every bad rom com starts with voiceover, especially if it's ninety minutes because there's a lot of like stuff that they have to fill in and they're like let's achieve this with b-roll and voiceover so that's yeah great. let's make sure it's birdcage yeah ver- you know crosses meet the parents because that's what we need that is exactly that's what it what was it was birdcage and meet the parents and i prefer birdcage and meet the parents i would this rather was... see either of those films yeah. repeatedly than this film yeah. which we've seen birdcage repeatedly because it's hilarious I and i've movie. seen meet the parents a bunch yeah. of times but this movie i will avoid forever yeah diane it's on amazon prime now so if you really want to torture yourself it's on there yeah you can it. watch it it's diane keaton grating. is here she is looking at a tree um and as we see um, <laughs> she's looking at a tree in the voice well because in the voiceover he's yeah. like we have three beautiful children and she's looking at this tree and then you see these names like these name plates nailed into the tree uh so they have three children jared lila and an adopted son alejandro um, Diane Keaton has broken into the house. She's, you know, going like feeling around trying to find like where they would put a uh, hideaway key. She finds it. She goes in the house. She's snooping around. You get the you get the understanding. This is not her home, but she rec- she recognizes oh, this as yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, look, nothing's changed. Yeah. And then but there's tons of pictures of pugs everywhere. And yeah. you're like, oh, Robert De Niro. Mm, would he have pugs everywhere? No, it's because it's Susan Sarandon is his girlfriend. So you see pictures of like Susan Sarandon. So you're like, okay, obviously she's the ex. You know, you're putting stuff together. Yeah, and you're, then it gets gross. Yeah, fast. you're you're on a you're on a journey. Okay, <laughs> and then along this journey, um, 
Robert De Niro walks in the house with Susan Sarandon. They are talking. One of the first things out of Robert De Niro's mouth is that he says, what came first, the Catholic Church or Cunnilingus? And I was like, oh. Well, and the way they do it, too, is like Di- Diane Keaton's in the other room, and she just hears, like, there's, like, you know, plastic bags, like, people coming in the house. So it's just like, hey, what are we doing here? Uh, uh, Cunnilingus, the, the thing of the last. She's like, oh, my. What? She, yeah. like, hides Diane more. Diane Keaton's, very, like, sitting like, in the living room, which you would definitely notice, like, she's a, she is within eyeline of where oh, absolutely. they are. So. She's seven feet from them tops. So then Robert De Niro um, picks up Susan Sarandon and puts her on the counter to um, in, um, participate in some cunnilingus right there on the yeah, counter. Next thing you know, here comes Susan Sarandon's underwear. And you're Diane, like, oh, boy. Diane Keaton tries to flee, which, okay, yeah. Yeah, you don't wanna, please. That's not something <sighs> that, you know, you're like, oh, hi, I haven't seen you guys in a while. Would love to see that performance like on the yeah, kitchen no, counter. No, thank you. Um, so <laughs> Susan Sarandon pulls her underwear up and, you know, Robert De Niro's on the ground and he says, I thought you were coming in around five. No, 630. Susan Sarandon says to him, like, you didn't tell me this. And she's like kind of shadily looking at him. So we're like, okay, something is going on There's with some, this situation. Yeah. So this is your journey. You've been interrupted on your journey for a little cunnilingus on the counter. And then... Counterlingus. Now... <laughs> a little counterlingus and... <laughs> I don't like it. Well, I don't like it. You know what I didn't like and what I found disturbing was at one point during this, when... Diane Keaton's trying to flee and Robert De Niro's like, you know, dismounts his face from Susan Sarandon. Sarah paused it for a second to put her face in her hands and just go, what the fuck did I just see? What's I was, going on? I was very, I my, I and, closed my cardigan a little and bit. And I consoled you for a minute. Yeah, I, said, I needed oh, yeah. to say a few, like, then, oh God. And then I looked up at the screen and the still was just, it's Susan <laughs> Sarandon like pivoting on the counter with her panties just hanging off her, Ooh. yeah, just hang. They, in this situation, they were panties hanging yeah. off of her. Okay. You know what I mean? She's like an older lady. My panties are hanging off no. my ankle. She's like that. It was happening for hanging off of one ankle as she like pivots around, <sighs> leaving a trail behind her on the counter. It wasn't <sighs> good. I didn't want to see it anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh, we we know this is a bad still. We need to get off. Unpause. Unpause. It was a very private moment, is all. I'm just, I, I closed my cardigan a little uh, bit. I felt like we needed to give them give them a moment I, just to have their counterlingus. And, you know, maybe we could take a tour of the backyard oh where God. we're not involved. I, which, much it's okay. like Diane Keaton. Do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah. But just, you know, leave me out of it. Let me. Much like Diane Keaton, I was wanting to flee at that point. Yeah. I tried. The, our door was locked, uh, That's too. what I mean. I understand Diane Keaton, like, oh, I'm sorry. I, this is a very <laughs> private moment. I broke in here, like, Bye. my bad, yeah. like, you know, whatever. And they're like, no, 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 it's okay. But she probably still, like, she doesn't now want to, like, talk with you guys. Like, let's have a moment of that and was... And they just... Yeah. They act like... Hug each other. Yeah, they're like, how's it going? And Susan Sarandon, like, pulls her underwear up, and she's like, you know, show her to this room, and she's staying yeah. here. And I'm like, no, you were just... Good for them for being adults. I guess. Um, Jared, so she asks, um, sorry, Diane Keaton asks where the kids are. Apparently Jared is at work and Alejandro is at a pre-Cana with his fiance, which is apparently something religious. Um, And so uh, we meet the couple... Um, Amanda Seyfried and some nondescript handsome man who who we know as Alejandro. Um, he is very just like 
very forgettable but very handsome like he's just like a plug-in character yeah. like yeah he's a plug-in character he's very smart he speaks very five manicured languages. He's speaks very five manicured. languages very, he's very manic he's from, from columbia Col- his parents yeah. now so diane keaton and robert de niro are very affluent he went to harvard like they seem yeah. very like you know just liberal with everything like you the, know everybody diane got, keaton yeah. spent three months in cambodia and they she just you know she and, lived there yeah. and Whatever. So everything is very just free. Everything is very free, including... Uh, like a rom-com, like most rom-coms, money is no object in this movie. No movement. object. The, the, the subject of money as far as like, you know, oh, can we afford this wedding? Or what are you guys going to do? Mm-hmm. Jobs never once comes no. up. They no. make they, they bring up the thing to make, say, the guy was up for stock fraud, the, yeah, the girlfriend's that's father. that's about but, it. That's it. But otherwise, that was just to make fun of them, and I don't blame them. Yeah. Otherwise, that. just that everybody's great. wealthy. That's yeah. all there is to it. So, Robin Williams is also the priest, which we were excited because we were like, "Okay, great." <laughs> well, maybe something goofy. Yeah. Like, the, everybody's a goofball. There will it's, be some yeah. redeeming qualities to this movie, and he's the most serious character in the movie, but he's, he's not very even serious. <laughs> He get, they could have had literally anybody play this priest yeah. and it would have had the same exact effect for, rather yeah. than the first initial like, oh, I wonder if this will be interesting. Here's Robin yeah. Williams. What's he going to do? And he does Robin nothing. Williams is asking very personal questions about uh, Amanda Seyfried to um, Alejandro. And he's asking if her virginity is still intact and if they're using birth control. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, oh, like this questions. is not any of your business. Or He got super priesty um, with him. Uh, I believe Jesus, if you're like religious, I'd be like, I believe Jesus knows what I've been up to and I haven't been smited down yet. So I think I'm on the right path. Like, you know, just leave me alone. Here's the way I look at it. They're getting married. So who cares? Yeah. So you're getting married. All right, good. Then what the fuck? Who gives a shit? That sounds there you go. good. Yeah, great. <laughs> I mean, Love what, this for what's you. done is done. You're yeah. getting married. Excellent. Great. You're doing the right thing. Good job. I don't know. What do you care? That's not, Move yeah. On. That's not part life. of it. Priests are nosy, I feel like. Very nosy. In that situation, yeah. when you go to them and you ask them for th- they're going to get nosy with you. And Alejandro is um, very anti religion, um, where he doesn't like any organized religion, but he is like, you know, well, we just figured that we'd wait for our kid to be old enough for them to choose for themselves. And like, I speak five languages. And I went to Harvard and I, you know, I, I think that this isn't, he's just very like, yeah, Robin Williams tries to like besmirch. He tra- he's like Alejandro and he's like, and so his girlfriend there is, you know, all, oh, he went to Harvard. And so Robin Williams goes mm-hmm, him and half of China. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, like and he's then, very like, mm, they're very dismissive of Alejandro. Yeah. He's trying to say that like, listen, my biological mother is Catholic and, um, very religious and devout and blah 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 and she's gonna be the one that gives me away and then um yeah you know and then jerk. but like it's so stupid yeah so the whole thing's stupid she, he's grilling him. one he's grilling him she's trying to like lie for him it's a yeah she's trying to be like don't worry about it father and then alejandro's kind of being like nah yeah. you're gonna accept the way that i am like, and and yeah. i get that that happens like i know that people if they have like a religious wedding then you have to like meet yeah. with them and all that but if, in a movie it just the, that I've seen that process in movies before, but not since like the early eighties. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it feel it felt like a very old fashioned movie trope of, yeah. of them meeting with the with the priest. Like that just felt like very like seventies to me. I don't know. We did have um, a one funny line. I did love this line from Robin Williams and uh, this exchange from Robin Williams and Alejandro. They're talking about use of birth control and all of that stuff, and he's like, "Ah, oh, 
I see. And then Alejandro says something like, I guess we're going to hell then. And Robin Williams says, in good time, my son. Like, yeah, yeah just don't even worry about it. Yeah. That's all well, the, that's all we're that's all we're out here to do right now is just go to hell. Yeah. All right. So um, here Should've she just is. Busted out some counterlingus if you're going to hell anyway. Oh, yeah. Right on the priest's desk. <laughs> Move aside, Robin Williams. Father Robin Williams. Yeah. Step aside. All right. So here she is. The Heigl herself. Uh, she comes in. The one, the oh. only. She's at a hospital. It looks like a maternity ward, and it's apparently to see her brother. So she's like, she goes like, I'm here, I'm here to see Dr. So-and-so. I'm just visiting. And then this couple comes like walking around with this, you know, fresh baby right out the womb. And then <laughs> she's the like, wrapper on she's like cooing and, and, you know, stuff at the baby. And then she looks at Catherine Heigl and she's like, hello, like super weird and creepy. Yeah. And then Heigl runs away, which I think I would too, because I'd be like, why are you talking to me? But didn't she you looked, just have a baby? Like, she, why are you walking around? She didn't even look at them. She looked at the baby, gave the baby a dirty look, and then ran away. She didn't even like yeah. look at the adults. So you're like, whoa, like, what's her deal? Okay. Yeah. And by the way, her hair, this... Heigl's got a thing with her hair. So blonde. And uh, yeah, it, 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 these different shades of blonde. She is in her like top... Yellow. Top blonde, like, yeah. you know, Ric Flair hair going on Woo! right now. Yeah, yeah. She is like... It's shorter than Flair's. Yeah. It's like 1992 Flair, basically, is her hair. She looks... She's, the hairdo that she has is one of like a news anchor. She looks like a Midwestern news anchor. Like, hello, Cincinnati. I am yeah. Catherine Heigl. We're here to give you the news. Why does it smell like sulfur in the city? I have no fucking idea. Yeah. Back to you, Ted. That's what she looks like. Don't show me your baby. <laughs> yeah, don't show me your baby. It'll make me smoke and then fall down. So this guy, so now she's sitting in a waiting room to wait to see her brother, which I didn't understand this part, because usually at a, if you're going to go visit your doctor brother, the nurse at the front desk can probably just call your brother and say, hey, your sister is up front. Well, she and he was in brother. a delivery, she said. Oh. He was in a delivery. But they have offices in there. They like, have places for her to go. So I visited she was, people who work at hospitals. They don't take you in the waiting room. She they was in, their office. in the um, the waiting room, and she's about to like light a cigarette. Like, she's Don Draper. Yeah, she t- <clears throat> yeah, she's just l- finds it in her purse. She's like, hell yeah. And this guy, and this is what, this, is aff- this offended me. Okay, so I. <laughs> this offended. Oh, this I, like, I want to hear me. what it is. This will be good. I'm fine if you're not going to swear in a movie. Yeah, and they do swear in this they movie. They swear in this movie. Plenty. But if you're not going to swear in a movie, then make it all, nobody's swearing and they're all doing gotcha. like whatever. But if you're going to have people swearing in the movie, yeah, then you better fucking swear in the movie. Because this guy says, are you freaking kidding me? We're yeah. in a hospital, lady. Yeah. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And I'm like, is this movie PG-13? But then, as you listen to the rest of the movie, Robert De Niro doesn't stop saying the F word. Everybody no. says the F word. It opens with counterlingus. Yeah. It's like, it's so pretty... I just, I don't like it. If you're going to fucking yeah. say, are you freaking kidding me? And not even like, hey, you freaking kidding me? But like the... saying it like that. But you're like, are yeah. you freaking kidding me, ma'am? Are you going to light up a cigarette but i felt like they were trying to make that guy like by his the way his jacket was he had like a plaid sport coat like they were trying to make him like dorky hi okay. I'm, I'm mr middle management what are you freaking kidding me i thought that okay. was the character of the guy he was arm was in okay. a sling for some reason get an actor who has a because fu- that's and then not he's an act- go see a baby and he can't even hold the baby what is well, he there for? it makes I'm no sense kidding. well it's a weird thing to take a guy who's got no other part except to go are you freaking kidding me and then go see his baby why would you put him in a sling 
And then, and then if the actor actually broke his arm, wouldn't you go? Oh, we got another actor because your arm's in a sling. And it's the distracting. Do- the nurse came out and said, "Like, hi, you have a new baby girl." And he's like, "Are you serious? How are they doing? Like, it's 1960." And yeah. I'm like, "Wouldn't he be in the room?" It's the, this movie, the lack, and you know what else too? Oh my God! Well, you know what it is. What? We always say this is one of those movies that somebody wrote in 1978 mm-hmm. and it never got made, and then they were like, you know what? I got it made finally. Yeah, because it's true too. There's like, there, it's 2013. This movie's made in. There is like no phone play in this movie no. whatsoever. Nobody texts each other. Nobody calls each other on their cell. Cell phones like are really pretty non-existent. Catherine Heigl has one. That's only because she's very busy. She's but a very Topher, busy business Topher Grace woman. is a fucking. He's a doctor. Never and he takes would never, it out. He would never not be on his phone. That's what I mean. Since he's an uh, obstetrician. Total. The, the, no one is texting. No one send. The phones are never the solution. If you need to talk to someone, you fucking go to where they are and have a heart to heart. Like, yeah. like it's 1978. But you, if you want to talk to somebody, you don't know that you want to talk to somebody until they show up and then you yeah, have a heart to heart. Exactly, and you're like, oh, good, perfect. I'm so glad that you're here. Nobody just texts each other. I'd like to other. have this no. heart to heart with you. Yeah. Now. At one point, yeah. Heigl goes, no texts, no calls, no voicemails, yeah, whatever. But like, that's the only time they even bring it up. Otherwise, and the weird it's... thing is, is that like, they think that we're dumb and like, we don't have cell phones. They have like a gadget and then she'll just be sitting there playing it like out loud. It'll say like in the, in the middle of the car, <laughs> yeah. no voicemail. Voicemails, ho! Like no it's new just voicemails, yeah, loser. loser. Yeah. No, you don't get any voicemails. No like, one likes Heigl. Yeah, your husband still doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> your womb is barren. <laughs> That's what Your they tell Your empty like this voicemail yeah. box lady. And That's not nice. That's, well, we got to get into that. And her about to smoke at the cigarette in the dress, in the dressing so, room, in the, in the green room there. What am I saying? It's the waiting not a room. green room. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is wrong with me? It's not a green room. <laughs> the green room. Yeah, it's Where the, the big room. show when the hey. baby comes out. Well, actually, Here's your the, headliner. The woman would be in the green room then. Yeah. She'd be like waiting to go. She's the show. You're she's, just. She's on. Yeah, you're like the engineer, basically. Yeah. You, you just turn the fucking mic on and let so, it go. so she's like she's trying to light one up in the waiting room and she's even like i don't even smoke so why does she have cigarettes on her purse she quit she's uh oh yeah that's right she quit so anyway it, it's also a hospital you definitely cannot you smoke de- in here yeah. it's not like you're like oh wow i can't even remember i just really slipped into an old feeling there no the, the late 80s is like the end the, of the smoking in the hospital era the dad Goes in to go check on the wife and baby. They open up the curtain and there's a whole room of babies and she faints and then she wakes up and Topher Grace is her brother and her doctor. And a virgin. And apparently a virgin. They're just talking about it. They introduce it. Boom. The one of the nurses comes up and is like, "I want to ask a question. Is it true that he's not very experienced?" And then she's mm-hmm. this. I think that this scene was only to show us how snarky and mean Heigl is. Like she's like very yeah. snappy. She's very snarky. She's very. She's willing to talk shit about her brother with somebody. Well, she's talking shit about her brother, but then she later tells him that his dick is like really huge, and it was just like. What's happening? Yeah, I don't know what was going on with the dick comment. I tried to tune that part out. But yeah, the whole thing is Topher Grace is like, he's a funny guy and he's a cool guy. So handsome, he's eligible bachelor, he's under pulling, 30. pulling babies out of ladies and shit. But you know what? Never never got never it in there. Never banged anybody because he was just waiting for love. No counterlingus no, whatsoever. No, no counterlingus for Topher Grace. <laughs> None. Yuck. I'm still upset by that. I don't like I'm upset by that still. It's burned into my mind. I'm sorry. 
I <laughs> you paused it at the we worst really time. went into a, a, a it just felt like a private moment I, I, had just, I, I know down. I should I shouldn't have paused it because that just leaves us in the private moment but I was just like ah! well, especially her pivoting with her oh, underwear hanging was, off her foot I was like Ugh. okay so she's very I, I was very confused why she was visiting because I get it that she's flying in from Chicago because oh, Heigl, okay. she is sorry yeah um Heigl's flying in from Chicago for her brother Alejandro's wedding and she Needed to go see Topher Grace at the hospital. Why? Was she bringing him I, yeah. lunch? Was she nope. like, hi, nope. what time are you getting off? Because I know nope. we're going to carpool to the, is it just like a hi just to let you know I'm in town? And what a selfish bitch that is. Well, Who cares? I'm a doctor. You know, when I'm you- I'm delivering babies. You know when you would get into town and stop by to see your brother on the way to where you're going in 1978? That's when oh, you would do that. Yeah, Not yeah, okay. now. Now you would be like, send him a text and go, hey, on the way to the hotel, landed, hope I get to see you later. Yeah. Send- what, are you going, what time are you going to mom and dad? Yeah. Are you free? Do you have any breaks? I'll stop by and see you. You wouldn't just James show is doing up. Such a great mime of texting. You I, can't I am, even I'm see te- it. I'm so upset that you can't you, see you it. It's so good. You, you wouldn't him. show up though. You would text first. You James, would, hey, you available? It's just fucking 2013. Yeah. Save yourself the trip by texting first. That's yeah. why we fucking invented technology. Yeah. So you don't have to show up at the hospital and fucking sit in the yeah. waiting room. While your brother pulls a fucking baby out of somebody. And then he has to tend to your stupid concussion. Then he has to tend to you because you're a jackass. Yeah. She could have been down. So I'll meet you down at a restaurant or something. Yeah. I'll see you after work. What time are you going? It wasn't like, are we carpooling? We're going here. Like, it's just like, she's just visiting him at work and he's delivering babies. Like, it's not like he's. This movie was originally starred like like Peter O'Toole and like, you know, like a bunch of, you know, insert the seven. Elliot Gould was supposed to be uh, somebody in it originally, I'm sure. It's like a 70s movie. Susan Susan Sarandon is um, showing Diane Keaton to the room that she's going to be staying in um, because Diane Keaton used to live. This was her house with Robert De Niro. The house they built Um, together. I have a lot of issues. With this. But anyway, so Susan Sarandon and Diane Keaton are gabbing about somebody named Muffin. Um, They're saying that she's got so much plastic surgery and, you know, her face is behind her ears. and Which she didn't, that character really didn't have. No, she's great. She didn't really have plastic. She was a nightmare of a person of the character, but the the actress didn't have like a facelift. When you said that they were basically, um, it's like the birdcage. Yeah. That, the woman that plays, um, um, what's her name? The oh no, who plays uh, Allie um, McBeal's mom in the Birdcage? Oh my God! She yeah, is Gene perfect. Hackman's wife. Yeah, she's amazing. And Gene Hackman she's is so just wonderful good. in that movie. Everybody in that movie is perfectly done. Nathan yeah. Lane's great. Everybody's very except for the kid who's like kind Val of the sucked. Val's like the center of the movie, Calista sort Flanhart of. Is her name? Yeah, she's even good. She's hilarious. But Val's like the center of the movie, and he's. Can we just talk about the birdcage no. instead? Because I hated this movie, but I really like the birdcage. Bridget. They could have got a better actor for Val. I could really use some candy. That's (laughs) my favorite line. What is it with that? Because that era, too, because in the 80s, back to school, Rodney Dangerfield, it's got Robert Downey Jr., it's got, uh, what's his name, fucking Paulie from Rocky, it's got Rodney Dangerfield, all these people, and then the kid who's Dangerfield's son, who's like the center of the movie, is the worst actor in the fucking movie. Like, why would you put the the lead be the worst person? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't get it. To I'm let sorry. the other side characters shine. But he's like not good. They give oh, him lines. He's just bad at delivering yeah. them. So I don't know. Um, 
That just drives me fucking crazy. We should crazy. talk about the birdcage instead because now I'm just thinking about Nathan Lane. Yeah, and I his like perfection. it better. Let's just switch. This is, it went from. The peer in tablets. Right, okay, we have fine. To talk. No, we watched this. We're going to fucking talk about yeah, it because gonna, I suffered through God this. God damn it. You're going to hear about it. Yeah. Okay. God damn it. All, all right. right let's, so let's, let's, let's do it. Come on. Kids are all seeing each other. They're all having a nice little uh, meet at the dinner thing. Catherine Heigl uh, has a, a business haircut, obviously, and she tells her brother Alejandro, yeah, you know, no big deal. Mid partner, like whatever. They don't say um, in what, do they? No, they no, never no. Say just what partner. She does. It's not yeah. a script. How's how's Chicago going? Great. I made partner. Yep. Where I don't know. Just made partner. See my suit and short haircut. This I, means and partner yeah. status. See me. This means success. that I yeah success. But also something is missing. Obviously, because this yeah. is a rom com. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Something, something is missing because she can she can't possibly be fulfilled no. by her haircut and her career. No. She also must need to she faint when she a, sees babies. A baby. That's the only thing that's gonna satisfy. And Andrew. Her. And Andrew, who's But he said such mean things, like, oh whatever. Did you see that guy? He didn't say mean things. No, I'm and sorry. if he did, fuck him. I could yeah. beat him up tomorrow. He was like a doughy, weird guy with terrible hair. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I that's Heigel's. I would husband? bully him so hard. If he said anything mean to me, I'd be like, Oh, shut up. And he, I would yeah. be like the meanest person in the whole world. When I saw that guy and she was like, Oh no, I'm like, Well, that can't be her no. husband. And then I'm like, I guess that is her husband. Wow, yeah. she's talking like it is. I guess that's him. Because I was he like, looks Heigl, like... you you are out of that man's league. Yeah, and that's Heigel, and yeah. she's out of his league. So okay. you know. So anyway, Catherine Heigel sees Robert De Niro and she throws up all over her dad. She doesn't seem to really like him that much. No. Um she, she hates him. chugs some Perrier at the table and then she starts interrogating the new couple, um, Amanda Seyfried and Alejandro, and she is really interrogating them, putting the putting the new in laws on blast for being racist. Oh, it's uh and religious because she's like because they don't really seem to like Alejandro and one of the lines that Catherine Heigl says at the end of the movie is she's like they're gonna have beige babies and you're gonna like it and then they're like oh my god no yeah, not oh, going to so no. Catherine Heigl really um, makes she really gives it to him that was a redeeming yeah. quality about Heigl she's really just giving it to him about how racist they are and how they need to just shut up totally and they make a really big deal about like that he Alejandro is Colombian they act they like he's like from Italy instead. The, yeah, they act like he's like, you know, he's wearing like a like he was just like farming in the fields in, in Colombia. And he came. He just stopped his uh, his coffee you know, harvest and he came over yeah. and he's doesn't speak English. He's he wearing a Harvard, wearing a straw hat and pulling a fucking yeah. donkey behind him. That's what they yeah. act like. He speaks five languages and he's a Harvard graduate. And his parents are he's like super six, rich. Four. He's like not that they should treat him any better for that, but I mean they act like he doesn't even know what they're saying. And it's like no, it's like it's not like he there. doesn't come from a good family. He's been that's raised the by thing. these people. He's been good, raised and by these people. We mean good in their eyes. Yeah, like that's what Muffy I mean. Like, and muffin and whatever's fucking muffin and berry. A good family, meaning yeah, yeah, yeah. a I'm, white, yeah, proper, rich I'm family. I'm saying like yeah. what what they would constitute exactly. as like what they would want. Yeah, we're making very quote. Yeah, it's a quote of. Quotey marky thing. So we're yeah we're saying that their standards would be like oh she needs to come from a good family. It's like okay yeah Robert De Niro yeah. makes a lot of money. So does Diane Keaton. They seem to have three children and all of them look fine. Doctor. Yeah, One's and then doctor. this one went to Harvard and yeah. he looks white passing. So you're good. That's the other thing. If you didn't tell me that this kid yeah. is Colombian, you just go okay who's this kid? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was maybe Italian, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? But not like you know like I said he looks 
he's dressed very American. Yeah. They had just it was act just like stupid that like, they were acting like that. Yeah. It was just embarrassing. And I was yeah. glad that Amanda Seyfried's character was like, oh my God, mom, they, like, stop. And they this went is over so the top with it, too. They went yeah. over the top with it. Like later on when they're out to eat, and the, the mother's like, they don't eat American food. Can the chef whip up a chimichangi or something like that? Yeah. And I was like, okay, come on. That's okay. Yeah. Enough. That now. was. We get it. They're yeah. racist. Enough. Yeah. Like, that, no one's that dumb. People are that racist, but they're not that dumb to say I, that at the yeah, table. The, the yeah, the ones that are, are believable that I, you know, that you that you wanted to see in this role is like uh, Nia Vardalos's and My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, that's the different. Oh, yeah. oh, his assistant was Guatemalan. Is Guatemala near Greece? Like, yeah, people are very dumb. Yeah, they're like dumb with it. They, this is like, yeah, you, they don't th- say that. Yeah. Yeah. These are adults. They know not to be. Overtly racist directly to people's face at a fucking but big dinner. Some people dinner. probably I guess do some that. Yeah, are, I, I mean know, that I this the, the, yeah. they got the idea somewhere. You hope that people don't fucking do that at yeah. the table, but they the only, probably do. Yeah, the only time racist things were ever said at tables when I was younger, when I was a kid, was if it was said in another language. Anyway, they say it in Italian, and it was usually about some. Wow, well, wasn't about any race. Usually, it was about you know. Yeah, well, we know from my big fat. Um, uh, gypsy wedding, American gypsy wedding. Yeah, that, like people, if you're not a gypsy, they will straight like harass you and put you through the ringer. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Like, you're a gorger, and the people the, yeah, are like, little, "Wow, I want to marry your daughter." They're so a little like, over the top with it. Yeah, yeah. The, the Italians are more like back in the day; they just didn't like anybody who wasn't Italian. But now they've opened it up to they don't yeah. really care. Like grandmother loves you for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah doesn't care what you are. You're I mean, great. I made a delicious dessert. And you can like make sauce and shit. So she's like, she's, yeah. she's good. It's all right. Yeah. It's, it's okay. So anyway, wow, I forgot where we were. Um, Andrew. <laughs> so now we learn at the dinner table that Andrew Heigl's husband has moved out. Uh, she says that she can't have children. So this explains her fainting in front of babies, um, I guess. And she's very sad about it. And she's like, he said such mean things to me. Um, so that's all. That's she, the only thing she says that happened in their relationship. Mean things to he me, said, but like, mean things to me but like so she's like we can't have a baby which is devastating yeah. like if you're like my i can't i can't have a baby and that's like something that you want like with your partner i guess that is devastating I, that's what i mean well, I don't that's know. What your body is meant to uh, is that what they were insinuating that he was like talking shit to her about that like he yeah was, what's up you know fucking yeah what's up you can't give me tundra a kid, uterus suck yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's going on in there yeah. Got tumbleweeds blowing around in there. Yeah, what's up, Baron Von Heigl? Yeah. Like, Jesus. Like, it's just, it, I didn't know. I'm like, how mean could you? Very. Like, I guess, I don't know. People are, people do get hurt about that stuff where they, yeah. you know, they'll say like, you know, and he might be upset. But again, don't project that onto her. She already feels oh, horrible I enough. Mean, if it he feels did like say your body's that, that's betraying terrible. you. If he did say that, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah but I, she doesn't ever say. Andrew. We don't know. We, we don't know what's said to her. We don't know what she does for a living. We yeah. don't. We know very little about Heigl except that she's blonde, she's aggressive, and very she witty. wants a fucking baby. Yeah, it's all we know about her. And she puts the and no, and she's mad at her dad. Yeah, she's angry. That's what I mean. She's yeah. angry. She's aggressive toward everybody, though. Yeah. She's she'll, she's aggressive in the calling out of racism. She's aggressive toward her father. She's aggressive just, toward her yeah, brother. Not like, necessarily you know, doing getting married. What are you aggressive. going on the honeymoon? Yeah. What are you doing about this? Sometimes like, good, aggressive, sometimes bad, aggressive, yeah. but just aggressive. No matter what she's which, always, yeah. well, she is partner. She's busy businesswoman with short haircut, in yeah. the, which in a rom-com means. Aggressive, By the way, I looked at how many, which is fine. there's two, there's three writers on this movie. Okay. Cause a lot of them, like a lot of this movie, I was like, Oh, who wrote this? It's two men and one woman. 
It's so nice that it got made, you know, after they've died because they wrote it 45 years ago. So it's, yeah. it's good that they actually got to, so their kids got to see it made. She goes and runs off and sits on a dining a diving board with a cocktail. Uh, Robert De Niro um, apparently cheated on Diane Keaton. So he goes and follows her up the diving board. Um, he's afraid of heights. And so he, but you know, that this is just to show that he'll do anything for his daughter. He, you know, he knows that she's upset with him, but he'll, he's a good guy. He'll do anything. Yeah, he's going to try to talk to her. She's clearly. Um, upset up there yeah so apparently robert de niro cheated on diane keaton and then this is where i i took umbrage with why susan sarandon and robert de niro uh live there still because i would think that you would be like okay i'd like to have a new house like one that like is like yours and mine yeah apparently the the backstory here is keaton uh kegel and de niro were married okay they were married they had the two kids like we said they adopted a third kid they built this house up over the course of time every time he sold a sculpture they added another room or whatever horse shit romantic comedy trope crap they fucking like weird fairy tale shit exactly and they fucking you know, carved like another thing out and nailed that it on thoughtful. a tree. They're yeah. like, well, we'll just add another room. I sold another sculpture. We'll put an embroidery room up there like they have. Get the fuck out of here. That yeah. was the most unrealistic shit ever. But I don't even remember where the hell I was going. I'm so frustrated with this thing right now. Uh-oh. I, you know, I, I oh, honestly, I lost Kegel it. and Robert De Niro, okay. they were married and then They're they married. built the house and then. They get divorced. He cheated on her with Susan Sarandon, who we find out was Kegel's best friend in the world. Yeah. The closest friend in the whole world cheated on De Niro with him. So, okay, they're together. So they end up together. So Diane Keaton with two kids with this guy, three with the adopted one, and the fact that she cheated on him and is going out with her best friend, she's like, yeah, you keep the house. What fucking planet did that happen on where De Niro stayed in the house? And also, like, why would you want to stay in that house? Because you built it, I guess, but But still... I mean, if you're Susan Sarandon, because even Henry Francis and Betty yeah. Draper moved out of the house in Ossinay. Th- that's true. They moved to the one on, in Rye. That's true. That's true. Well, because I, I he meant was if... so tired of sleeping yeah. in Don's bed and, you know, seeing all of Don's... I meant she would have got the house in a fucking divorce because he's cheating well, on her with her best so friend. Well, they're so amazing and amicable, obviously. I guess that's... I don't know what it was, or I guess she kind of ran off and did, like, you know, went to go find herself. Because this all happened after the kids were grown, yeah. it says. So, like, after Alejandro like went ago. to college or some shit. So, so yeah. you figure Topher Grace is 29, so it was... They said it was 10 years ago, so... Yeah, they ran off. It's weird. They ran off, and uh, she, she lived in Cambodia for three months, yeah. and she's learning tantric fucking 90 minute orgasm she had no not nine 90 days. nine hours nine hours nine hours nine, nine days, days. wow now yeah. no know. that sounds like no she is diane kegel so anything's possible <laughs> out there you know what i mean <laughs> no! <laughs> no i know i know when sarah finds something very funny because she just screams no, no! At <laughs> she laughs while screaming no, no. i don't like it <laughs> No. That's how I know I struck a nerve. No, I don't she, like it. I mean, she really likes it. No. You have no idea. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So inexplicably, Catherine Heigl <laughs> dumps her drink in the pool and then she just jumps in the pool. Yeah. She throws her glass in the pool. So what if fu- it breaks? Yeah. You're going to have yeah. broken glass in a fucking pool bottom, fucking stupid? Take everybody take the pool away from everybody? You're going to have to drain it and fucking yeah. vacuum Get it. What are you talking out. about? Yeah. yeah. You can step on some broken glass in the deep end. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Jerk. Heigl. Yeah, very you, aggressive. You ruined everything, Heigl. Even put in martini glass. She's even ruining the pool for everybody. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, Robert De Niro um, 
Oh, Heigl, Heigl. All right. So Robert De Niro is kind of standing on the diving board now because he's like, what the fuck? My daughter just dove in the pool. Alejandro corners Diane Keaton and he tells her something but we don't know yet until Diane Keaton goes running out to the pool and is not like, why are you on the diving board? She's yeah. like, oh my God. Let me tell you we everything. Have to, we have to do, we have to pretend like we're married because they can't, you know, the, the the mom doesn't want us to be divorced and blah, blah, blah. So we have to pretend like we're married for the next three yeah. days. And she's like screaming as if that's like a reasonable thing, that's, one. And yeah. then also two, she uh, would come out and be like, listen to this shit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not, it's not like, blah, 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 oh my blah, blah. God, we have to. She'd yeah. be like, all right. Yeah. Listen, well, that we, lady wants us to fucking, we didn't, she we doesn't know that we're divorced. Yeah. Premise of the movie here is that we just kind of skipped yeah. over it, but Alejandro's birth mother, who apparently, Alejandro wasn't like in an orphanage. Alejandro just grew up underprivileged in Colombia, and these, Diane Keaton and Robert De Niro adopted him away from her, but like with her permission to give him a better life. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, you raised my son in America and you guys are wealthy and give yeah. him a better life. So now the mother is here from Colombia for his wedding and she is very old fashioned yeah. and very Catholic and doesn't want to, doesn't want, Alejandro doesn't want his mother to know that this couple that's been raising him is actually divorced and yeah, you know, much not like, moral. Much like Val in exactly The like Birdcage yeah. where he's telling it's Robin Williams that you, you know, they don't, they're, you know, Republican. I think he's a senator. He's a, a senator or a congressman. Yeah, I think he, yeah. he's in He's in the House or the Senate, and he and they're like, like that '90s, very like yeah. religious conservative. And like, then he said, you know. and he's like, "We need to get mom." Uh oh, who was the mom? Oh shit! It was um. Oh, what's her name? Oh my god, she's, she's Martha May Huvier in yeah, the, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I can't remember her name in, right now. The two moms are in yeah. everything in that movie, and I am just completely blanking out on their names. So it's Martha May Huvier and Robin Williams, and you know because she's uh, Val's birth mother, yeah. so she's involved in Val's life. So he's like, we need to get mom here, so you guys need to act like a married couple. And then they tell Nathan Lane, and yeah, then Nathan they know Lane the is bird very cage. upset. I hope. If you, you don't should. know the Birdcage, you should watch it. You should watch it. You will love the Birdcage. Movie in the whole yeah. world. And it was okay for Hank Azaria to do what he was doing in 1994. So don't yell at Hank Azaria for it either. Oh. It was it's perfectly fine for him to play a, v- a f- very gay Hispanic man in 1994. Yeah, he's, that wasn't a he no one. Great. No one was. Like, yeah, but I mean nowadays, but you're already having an argument like, with people when it's not even happening. I'm just. I don't want people to watch it now, younger people, and be like, "Oh my god, that's super offensive." It, in 1994, that was not. No one ever it's even. It wasn't it's offensive wonderful. then. And nowadays, if he did it, people wouldn't be okay with it. But back yeah. then, it was like no one looked twice. Anyway, Nathan so Lane is a wonderful drag performer in a club in South Beach in Florida and Robin Williams is his partner in the birdcage and Val and Val Robin Williams' son and the mother of the of him is Martha May Huvier just gave up and went to the bird it's a better movie (laughs) this is great (laughs) I'm loving this so much Nathan Lane is Starina She's the main attraction. <laughs> what is happening? She's the headliner. <laughs> the Kennedys go there. Oh my god! But anyway, so amazing. She he. So they're gonna put on this whole ruse for their adopted son Alejandro because yes. they love him. Back just, to this yeah. movie. 
So the yeah. Susan Sarandon is upset because um, Alejandro didn't think about her because she was like, okay, so if they're going to be married, then who am I? Where because do I go? I've been your you know stepmom for like ten years now. Why couldn't so... she just be an aunt? Yeah. Why couldn't they just say, yeah, she's my aunt, and to have her stick around? I don't know why yeah. they had to make it like she had to leave. Well, but, she got mad and well, left. Well, no, she, she got mad and left because yeah. she definitely did not need to. Like, she got mad at, at De Niro for at some least reason. In the, yeah, at least in the birdcage, like. They tried to work Nathan Lane in. He was going to be the uncle, and then he was going to... Yeah, And then he ended work. up drag uh, dressing <laughs> as Val's mom because Martha May Huvier couldn't show up. Well, clearly. Traffic. Traffic. It's a bitch, you know? Oh, I just want to talk about that movie. Um, so Susan Sarandon is... Th- this conversation is very weird, but anyway, she's Susan Sarandon has run off, and the rest of everybody is having a very witty conversation at the table. Another um, one, and um, <laughs> another witty conversation. She, so Susan Sarandon has decided that she's just leaving. She's like, no, no, thanks. Um, and she's taking the pugs, and they're going to the plaza, yeah. and she's going to put everything on uh, Robert De Niro's platinum card. platinum card and which made me think that she was fine with it but she was like, like yeah but then Whatever. It, i'm like yeah. are they broken up like i was just so confused but then she said get away from me you're on thin ice so i was like okay she's mad at the situation and she doesn't want to be nice to him because of Wait, it that's fine yeah i get it so but then later on it's not like that yeah. so i don't I, understand, and what's I understand because so i get it like if you're their stepmom for like 10 years and you love them like you're their own like they're your own i mean and then they don't even think to include you in your wedding. Like, you know, like, hey, I need I need my mom and dad to pretend like they're yeah. married for my biological mom. And then to not be like, hey, you're going to be like our, my aunt or like, you know, whatever. Like, I'm sure Susan Sarandon would have been fine with playing whatever part. She seemed like she was a gamer. She but just wanted she to be included. She didn't stick around long enough to even find out. Because Alejandro well, yeah. was, she was just like, well, where am I? And he's like, I haven't figured that out and yet. Then and then he she's ran just, to go apologize. And, and then she, she was just packed her bags and left. Gonzo. That's what I mean. Like, she took off. So How it was Egyptian. like. Yeah. So it was like, okay, like like there was no time to even come up with an alternate yeah. plan. She wasn't even like, okay, cool, let's figure out who I am. She yeah. was just like, later, fuckers. I'm mad at you, Robert yeah, De Niro. Yeah, I'm taking the dogs. And then and he then was in the driveway was, going, what did she, I do? But she's at the fucking whole rest of the weekend. Yeah. She's at the rehearsal well, dinner. Because she's the, also she's the, the caterer. The cater- but she's at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah, what was she, she shows up back from like there? a waiter. Okay. Yeah, a waiter, yeah. Um, okay, so now we meet Alejandro. Oh, sorry. So they need to pretend that they're married. Diane Keaton punches Robert De Niro in the face because he was talking shit about something. And yeah. here comes Alejandro's mom and sister in the cab. Um, we see Robert De Niro's sculpture room. Um, Alejandro's mom calls him uh, calls him a pervert because they're mostly sexual. Sculptures. It's mostly mostly sexual. He's built a huge house and has money to send people to Harvard, and everybody has all this money from like. But he makes gross sculptures. Get a life. He just they didn't look like they just look like a, the one it's was art. just a lady diddling herself. It was just, but they're not like sculptures like you're thinking of they're just made of like stone they're just like it's laying there like somebody would put in their garden or something it doesn't yeah, look like and it's like it's art like it we didn't see look like everybody's big... dicks all the time and yeah. all these sculptures and so it's gonna be okay i don't know what there's is... always ladies he's no there's always... michelangelo here no no he's just no. de niro he's <laughs> something like that okay so um <laughs> we're going through the house and like, I guess it's good because Diane Keaton is at least familiar with this house and she has been married to Robert De Niro. So it's not like she has to figure out where she's yeah. going or what she's doing or like, I don't know where they keep that. Like, she knows everything. 
Um, it's one of those rom-com houses where it, it's of indeterminate size. It's yeah. just big. So the room, any room everywhere. they go to, they're just like, that's a room. And we're, I guess so, because who yeah. the fuck knows what's in there? It's um, just huge. They're looking at everything and they see that Susan Sarandon has a pug-shaped like picture frame wall. So it's like a, oh. a bunch of picture frames full of pictures of their pugs. Yeah, it's a mosaic. A mosaic of pug but frames. It's, it's And it's shaped like a pug. It's disturbing. It okay. really is. It's, um, it's a little scary. I'm not uh, going to lie. Alejandro is translating the conversation between Robert De Niro and his mom. Of course, they're very witty, even though he doesn't understand. But you'd think that he would have taken an opportunity to learn that language since his son speaks five languages. Seems like and it like, been... But he's just like, I don't know what she's saying. It's like, okay. Seems, so... Yeah, seems like when he got there from Colombia, it would have probably been a good time to pick up a few Yeah, so you can help teach phrases. him English or yeah, something like just that. Just to be able like, to communicate geez. with him right away. Yeah. And... Um, nope. No, not at all. So Neither of them. Now no we're shit. in the house and Catherine Heigl checks her phone. You have no new voicemails in your mailbox. <laughs> That's sad. A, yeah. Very sad, sad for her. Topher Grace is apparently just wearing a shirt that says owls are assholes. And I'd like to know why that. I don't know. It's pretty funny. Is but a shirt. I'm not sure. Um, I need one immediately. And um, he is also hitting on Alejandro's sister. And um, she goes uh, and skinny dipping in the lake or creek or Cheddar Bay. Oh, Cheddar Bay. That's what we're calling it, Cheddar Bay. And it feels is, like that was many episodes ago that we talked about Cheddar Bay. There's a lot of nudity, too. Nudity. Yeah, we saw a nipple. I mean, she's got her ass hanging out. She turns around. Here's my nipple. And then she dives in straight down. So you get, you know, some frontal, too. It's like, Jesus Christ. They really. And then, the- but it was funny because he's like, I'll go get some bathing suits and some towels and whatever. And then all of a sudden you hear the gardener go, holy shit. Yeah, hey, like, look at this. Yeah. His broad's got a fucking cans hanging out. Look at this. He's like elbowing She's going to go hey, swimming, yeah. I'm and Topher, go Topher Grace is like it. not, there's no shame. He's not like, oh my God, like, you know, no. he's not like. He's like, oh, I should go back down there. Her. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go over there and go skinny dipping with her. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. I'm going to go get my dick out. Um, I'm surprised that the gardener didn't make a comment about how he's a virgin, but that's fine. I'm surprised, yeah, um, everybody. So he's decided, she says, are you going to show me around? Are you going to be my tour guide? And he's like, yeah. And then she says, and you'll make love to me also. And this is another thing where, this is when my curiosity peaked when I said, (laughs) what man wrote this? Like, oh, will you show me around? And then you'll also make love to me, Topher Grace. Again, it sounds like a 70s. She's from another country, so you got to show her around. Sounds very 70s, like, very 70s. This whole movie is from the 70s. Um, So the... Alejandro's biological mom wants to go to church, so they go to church to go see Robin Williams, and she wants everyone to do confession per, you know, that's what she wants. So this, I feel like, was just for, like, a um, montage of, like, funny little confessionals where, you know, people are being neurotic because they're all, you know, Robert De Niro starts with, forgive me, Father, for this is bullshit, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. Robert De Niro has no interest in religion. They're talking, you know, he's like, well, why? Why don't you like religion? And then Diane Keaton's is a therapy session. Um, where she, you know the advice that she gets is just because you're divorced doesn't mean that you're legally required to hate him. I think that's beautiful. That's because, a nice yes, sentiment. Yeah, you should be. You can be mad at your ex spouse. That's a. It's always hard to go through that stuff. But at some point, you got to give it up, though. You know, get over it. Be people. mad at first, and then just yeah. you just kind of realize that your life is. 
Yeah. Fine. Unless they like intentionally drown your baby. It's okay. It'll, you'll get over it. Yeah. At then that you point, are legally required to hate them. At that point, you know what? You yeah. guys you hate them as much as you want. Yeah. Um, Muffin and Barry O'Connor have moved the party outside uh, at the restaurant for the rehearsal dinner because they don't want to be seen with, uh, as Amanda Seyfried says, what was the expression that you <laughs> yeah. used, Mom? And so I thought that that was funny. Um, Doesn't want to be seen with a... With a Colombian, who, yeah. God forbid, in the restaurant. And, the, like, yeah, I just got Again, really upset because 70s, I was like, you like, uncultured swine. Yeah, it sounds like 70s, though. We're going to run into people at the thing. I mean, nobody Give runs into anybody anywhere. It's just yeah. very 70s sounding. Yeah. There's only um, one restaurant where the rich people go. Susan Sarandon is the ser- the server at this restaurant. Muffin asks, she says that they're not used to the American cuisine. Um, can you make a chimichangi? Uh, I would kick my mother if she said this. Yeah. Um, I would like just openly kick. Alejandro and Amanda Seyfried never fucking like say, hey, oh my God, no. this is my fucking rehearsal dinner. They just make This comments. is my wedding. They, no, they just sit Sarcastic there and let everybody ones. take over. They just sit and let everybody take over. Yeah, they really need to apply themselves more in this movie. Hi, this it, is our fucking wedding. Can yeah. you guys fucking shut up? You know what? Everything that's happening around them yeah. is everything that's happened. This is all their wet. Everything is and everybody is being so selfish. It's all be- everybody else's horseshit. The, the wedding part, they're fine. That's the thing. Yeah. They're fine. They're the only people in this movie who aren't fighting or having a problem or their problem is everybody else. If they just, yeah. they should have just ran away and they and got married in their own yard like we did. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. So, um, apparently Barry O'Connor is being investigated for stock fraud and the house is foreclosed on because um, Alejandro's mom is asking how come we're not having the wedding at their house. Um, yeah. And I think it that, you know, that line was there just for, you know, some of the hypocrisy of you think that they're trashy people and yet you're being investigated for stock, for fraud. stock fraud and your house is foreclosed on. Like you need to. Yeah. You need to take a look within. Like we still have money. We have money. It's yeah. Because that's what's important to them yeah. is that they were like, well, we want just our daughter to marry somebody who came from money. And I'm sorry, he was fucking adopted and raised by Diane Keaton and fucking Robert De Niro. And yeah. they have money. So that's yeah. his that's what his upbringing is. Not to mention, he seems like he's probably pretty. He seems like he can do well for himself in the world yeah. based on his knowledge. Did, I'm and sorry. His training. Does, does um, Alejandro make your daughter very happy? Great. Yeah. If you came to any father and was like, hey, got this guy, graduated from Harvard, speaks five languages, super nice, here his parents, they're nice people. Well, how about that for your daughter? They'd be like, yeah, good, great. Sounds, Sounds wonderful. Is he, gonna, is he nice to my daughter? Does he mean? make her happy? Great. And he's, I mean, that, that was uh, like, besides yeah. all that, he, he, she loves him. He's nice and all that. And all those are his stats. You'd be like, fuck it. Hey, yeah. Line him up. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Luckily, all Amanda right. Seyfried was really cool and she was mostly mad at her parents the whole time. So that's good. Like, she's like, oh my God, you guys suck so hard. Yeah, she's like, never least, defending them. At least she does that, like, because Callista Flockhart doesn't really do that much until the yeah. end of the movie in The Birdcage. If you guys want to continue to talk about The Birdcage, just say so. It's fine. I think you should just watch The Birdcage. Um, the Alejandro's sister is getting handsy with Topher Grace at the table. Um, it is Handjob City, population Topher Grace. Yeah. They're all having a weird heart-to-heart around the table. And then Diane Keaton stands up to go and do something, and then she sees the sister giving uh, Topher Grace a handjob. At the table, and she's like, so now she has interrupted two very weird moments. Very weird. 
with her ex-husband and then her son getting a hand job at the table. And, and he, he's not even like, oh my God, my face is beat red because no. my mom just saw me getting a handy. Well, his chair is like pushed out. He's not even like, he doesn't even like get as far under the table as possible and lean into it. He's just like sitting back normal with somebody jerking him off at, at, the, saw, at the head of the table. When <laughs> we the saw fuck? the close up of that, it sounded very noisy. So it nobody was, would be like, what is that noise? What's that jerk? And her arm would just be, she was fucking jerking him like it was, you fast. know, like she was just stuck between gears and an 18 wheeler. She was she really was going working. Really she fast. was fucking trying to really yeah. get some results there. And Yikes. then what was the what was the end game? Is <laughs> the other thing. Yeah. Khaki pants. Yeah, is he going to jizz on his pants in the middle of the yeah. restaurant? Is that what we're going for in the middle of dinner? Do we yeah. all want what that? Was your, what was your plan here? No plan. So anyway, um, she takes the sister, Diane Keaton takes the sister to the restroom or whatever. Um, but it is rude to do this at the rehearsal dinner. And like Topher Grace was at no point like, oh my God, we can't do this. No, well, he's a virgin, table. so you could jerk know, him but, off any place I and guess. Been fine. Um. And then uh, Amanda Seyfried's in the car with Alejandro, and she says that she wants to be adopted. Alejandro just wants to elope. Um, I think that's a great idea. I think that their family is always, making this that. day about themselves, and that's not necessary. And I just really feel like, you know, go yeah. elope, and that's fine. You guys be happy. Don't let these people ruin, just your destroy day. and ruin your entire day. It's not yeah. worth it. So we, um, the everybody's driving home from the dinner. Uh, we get no texts, no calls from us for Heigl. She says it's like she's never even existed. Um, I wish. And uh, Topher Grace puts the napkin over his lap again in the back of the car to be like, "Let's continue." Yeah, you want to jerk me off in the back of the car while With my your whole mom, family's here? Yeah, right there in the middle seat, right there, like. Yeah. Jesus. You, sir, you're a doctor. You went from no sex to like, let's just do hand jobs at the table and in the back of the car. But if like, you, we got into American Pie all of a sudden. All yeah. of a sudden, it's American Pie. And he's like Jason Biggs trying to bang the, what's her name? That's yeah, that's gross. that's what we are out of nowhere here. It's the um, strangest thing. And she, she says... Um, <sighs> So stupid. That uh, So he wants to go try to fuck when they get back to the house. And the sister's like, no, you can read me po- poetry. I deserve to be treated with respect. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I just think it's funny that she had then a couple of minutes in the bathroom with Diane Keaton and her whole outlook has changed. Yeah. Yeah. Her whole life. Or her. She's like, oh. Her morals are completely different. I need different. to be wooed. And I mean, of course, what Diane... Okay, would my opinions change if I was hanging out in the bathroom with Diane Keaton for three minutes? Probably. 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 You could probably talk me into anything, Diane Keaton. It's fine. I'll change my perspective on things. Yeah, listen, Ms. Kegel. Yeah, that's fine. I'll talk about it. But I was just like, okay, that's fine. Um, The reason that she gives him later on makes much more sense than what her initial reaction is. Yeah. those people. All right, yeah, I don't so know. then Diane Keaton gets back into the room and Robert De Niro's like, cool, let's bang for old time's sake. Uh, but like, I was like, wait, aren't, isn't he still dating Susan Sarandon? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's at the plaza using his platinum card and, and he's trying to and bang And then also ex-wife. like, you just, we just sent her to the plaza like yesterday afternoon. Yeah. So, okay, that's cool. Um, and then he wants to fool around. They're kind of having a heart to heart about like what went wrong and they're apologizing for... Whatever, and then in the morning they just had very loud sex for everyone to hear. Oh Christ! It was very loud. They showed Alejandro's mom there clutching her 
her, you know, sheets mm-hmm. looking at the ceiling like, oh, God, it's going to come through. Robert De Niro is smoking two cigarettes at the same time because he's an absolute weirdo. Um, yeah. And I am, I at this point, I wrote down that I am so glad that my family is not this open and honest about anything because... This is, you know, everybody's sex life. Catherine Heigl's like, what's up, dad? And he's like, cool, just spent 40 minutes in there with your mother. Yeah, literally. Jesus. He said he used the term. I laid so much pipe. Yeah, he he used the term laying pipe. With with, his daughter. Which is, yeah, it's not something you'd say to your daughter. Like, I was just laying pipe with your dear old mom there. And it's the best pipe I've laid in, like, you you know, fucking 20 years, he said. Oh, boy, yeah. So, Diane Keaton and Alejandro's mom are having a heart-to-heart in the woods. They're taking a walk. Diane Keaton thinks that she's having a conversation conversation about like you know I, I always tried to make sure that he had a relationship with you I encouraged phone calls like I, you know she's trying to be like doing like an exit survey like how do you think I did as a mother yeah <laughs> I tried to be yeah. is this what you wanted for him That's like you know yeah. like she's you know Phil can you fill this questionnaire on a scale of me, one please? to ten like how happy do you feel about my mothering <laughs> techniques you know like that it's type of exactly thing. what it was. And then Alejandro's mom thinks that they're talking about... Would you about, recommend me as a mother to another yeah, kid? do you think I should adopt somebody else? I need to tell the adoption agency. <laughs> Five stars <laughs> on Yelp, please. Five stars um, for your child rearing. So <laughs> That's great. Alejandro's mom thinks that they are talking about... Like She thinks that Diane Keaton is like apologizing for them having really loud sex. Yeah, and so she's like, "It's cool. Like, I would, you know, I would love to have an orgasm like that. Like, it's. I'm surprised that you're able to walk." And I was yeah, like, Spanish. "Well, no, because Diane Kegel does Kegels, so she she's pretty solid. Down she doesn't there. need to. No, you know, she's great. Kegel can do whatever she needs okay. to get done. That's the thing. Her um, her vagina can snap tree branches if she needs it to." Moving on. Heart to heart in the sculpture studio between Heigl and De Niro. We learn all about Heigl's uterus and it not wanting to have children. And that is a very, very sad thing. So I don't want anybody to think that I... No. I, it's just with Heigl, you don't want her to reproduce. Uh, so you're, every movie, well, like, if she can't have a kid, also, you're like, good. It's good. a short movie and I don't have any feelings for any of these characters. No. So that's what's weird about it is that that's it's a very exactly deep, right. deep and you know very sensitive subject. But yet I know nothing about any of these characters. You you nailed it because they have to give such limited screen time because everyone has to get yeah. screen time that but, you don't get to really get yeah, to know anybody. I don't get to know anybody. Which is strange because all they do is have heart to hearts to try to make up for that. But I'm not rooting for anybody. No. I don't care. But that's why it's all the heart to hearts I think is because just yeah. to make up for that fact to try to be like, well, let's lay cards on the table because we don't have time. Yeah, so, this movie just, this was, like I said, it's a commercial for how annoying everybody's family is, no matter what. I, pretty much, yeah. And But this one's way hornier, way hornier than most of This one is definitely very horny. And everybody's just like, oh, well. And they're know. fine with it. Yeah. Like, I just, here we go. Who yeah. wants to hear about my orgasm? And it's like, Mom, it's breakfast. <laughs> yeah, who wants to hear about my nine-hour orgasm? Yeah. So, um, but like, like I said, it was you didn't get to know anybody. I didn't even I didn't feel bad for Robert De Niro. I did feel bad for mostly Alejandro's mom because I feel like Alejandro's mom like is sad that she never like got to spend time with her son. But like, you got that in her character. Yeah, but I also felt like she was kind of shitty and judgmental of them. And it's like, oh, they took your fucking kid here, which That's not true. for nothing. And send him to fucking Harvard. The yeah. guy's De Niro's in for like three hundred grand for this fucking kid. You can at least I don't care if you don't like him or Give not. Him you can, just you can go, jerk him off at hey, the table. Thanks for like yeah, half million dollars you invested in my fucking kid. I mean I don't care. Not for nothing. Not. Do you just, think he should? She should have jerked him off at the table. 
You know what? Maybe. No, you know, it's not a sexual thing, but maybe she should have told Kegel to do it. You know, be like, yeah, I think you, sh- you should do that for him or yeah. both of them, really, because it was both of their money, I guess, if yeah. they were married. But still, I'm thinking about it. And it's like, if somebody sent my kid to Harvard, do you know how fucking nice I would be to them forever? Yeah. Well, you're really nice anyway. Yeah. But if someone was like, I'm going to pay for your kid to go to Harvard, I would be like, this is the greatest. I- hey, oh, there he is. Ah, every time he came in somewhere, we'd be singing for he's a jolly good fucking <laughs> fellow that's expensive yeah. what are you kidding me yeah jesus christ they were really great parents to alejandro i guess i mean besides the divorcing and fucking each other and well so susan sarandon is catering the event uh all organic stuff i'm not sure why that keeps coming up like it's just, just like she's like you need to have earthy and hippie this is another thing that really bothers me. I really don't like it when you have this, like, uh, your stepmom's always into weird shit. Like, like your stepmom's into, like, it's a pug. Like, she's got, she's a really weird dog lady. And, like, yep. she likes this organic stuff. And they're like, oh, look at stepmom. She's really weird. Yep. And you're like, fuck you. She's got an embroidery room. She loves the, she loves you office. fucks like you're her own for some fucking reason. And you guys are making fun of her weird pug obsession and yeah. tea. shut up yeah it's very shut I don't up. know why they do that to her yeah it's, 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 that's every goddamn romantic comedy though the stepmom has to be like dad married this one now she's nice but she's flighty you know yeah. what I mean she's, she's real crazy with yeah. her wanting to eat uh, drink nut milk like yeah it's always some kind of like mm, I don't know yeah, I roll. It's fine. Anyway, so she is trying to drop hints to De Niro, like, because she sees him and Catherine Heigl having a heart to heart outside. And she's, like, excited for him because she knows that their relationship is strained. Um, and she's like, dropping hints to De Niro, like, you should do anything to make her happy. Like, mm, like you know, me. Yeah. Um, Topher Grace has brought the sister breakfast in bed and he is singing a, a song to her, I guess. Um, and she has decided that she's not going to make love with him because technically they are brother and sister and he's like well not really and it's like okay Topher like she just said she's not going to have sex with you like don't fucking try to state your case right now she just said like we're brother and sister don't try to convince her right now that that's Topher goes from a respected medical professional to a 12 year old with a hard on for the, the I was disappointed with him. Yeah, it was the character was stupid. It was a, they shouldn't have made him a doctor. They didn't yeah. need to make him a doctor. They had to make him so perfect. Yeah. So um so anyway, and then so she says that we can't I won't make love with you because we are technically brother and sister and then she says also you've waited a long time for love and I would feel bad if I took that away from you. And meanwhile, he gives her like a calendar with a flower, a picture of a flower on every day because she said that you would give like if you were to date me, then you'd give me a flower every day for a year. Um, Robert De Niro and Diane Keaton give Alejandro a gift. Um, It is a box that Robert De Niro seemed to carve from the tree and they put an acorn seed for his own tree for his own family. Um, and he seems very jacked about this. Oh, gift. he seems to be very excited about it because that's how they that comes out. That's how they built their house. Was yeah. when he proposed to her. When De Niro posed to Kegel, there he got down on one knee at this beautiful spot, and then they planted an acorn there and built the house under the shade of the acorn and added a new room every time he sold a sculpture. That's right. That's right. Load of horse shit. Um. So he. Um, Alejandro has a heart-to-heart with Susan Sarandon. He calls her mom as well, which was very sweet. I thought that was very nice. Yeah. You could tell that Susan Sarandon's character really appreciated that comment because she really didn't know where she fit in in the kids' lives. And I understand that emotion. Um, and then also, like, I feel like if Alejandro would have told uh, Susan Sarandon that he thinks of her as a mom, 
Um, yesterday or two days ago, she probably wouldn't have left and been so dramatic, but it's that's fine. the thing. Um, so but he, that's a rom com. He tells his biological mother that he wants Susan Sarandon and Diane Keaton and her to walk him down the aisle. Um, Robert, and this is now where it just gets horrible and horrifying, and I don't blame Alejandro and Amanda Seyfried for doing what they did. Uh, Robert De Niro is drunk as fuck, and he's telling on himself that he fucked Diane Keaton. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, and he's just, he's you apparently know, sober now. Yeah. Um, so Susan Sarandon punches De Niro. Everybody punches and slaps De Niro. Catherine yeah. Heigl is a little too comfortable with slapping her father. She slapped him. Keaton punched him in the mouth or right in the nose and then uh, Sarandon, Sarandon winds does. up and hits him with a hook. Um, and then we learn that Diane Keaton apparently cheated on De Niro first with Mr. Barry O'Connor. So um, Muffin's husband. Muffin's husband, um, a.k.a. Amanda Seyfried's dad. Um, and apparently Muffin is into ladies as well. She's very into Diane Keaton. Yeah. She's like, it's cool. I told my husband that he can go bang people. But I'm very into, you know, I've, I'm very into you and Susan Sarandon. She says, I have my own fetishes. Yeah. And then she's like, eyeballing um, yeah. the ladies. And she's like, mm, either one of them would be fine. Yeah, they're both delicious. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alejandro <laughs> yeah, <delicious>. and, um, <laughs> oh yeah, so Catherine Heigl um, pokes her head in and she's like, hi, will you guys all come with me? And they go out and everybody is in the tent. They can all hear Everything that's happening. Um, Alejandro and Amanda Seyfried just go run with Robin Williams to go get married on the dock. Um, No one else there because they're mad at their family. Uh, Catherine Heigl tells Diane Keaton that she is pregnant. Surprise. I was like, wait, I thought she just said I needed to know more information. Again, see, I didn't I wasn't like... I didn't know that she's been trying for years. That's what, you know, that's, they she thought that the career yeah. would, it was, she could, you know, they, they've been trying and she couldn't have a baby. So she's like, I'm just going to focus on my career and make that my baby. Like there was so many ways for me to like feel excited about this no. moment, but you can't do that in 90 minutes. So I understand. They so that's glossed fine. over it they really, so quickly. She's like, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. And then Diane Keaton's like, oh my God, great. That's awesome. Because nobody knew that she was trying to have babies. It doesn't seem like they really keep up with each other now that they're all old. Like, they, yeah. you know, she's like, oh my God, I didn't know. And the character really seems to have been trying to get pregnant for a long time. Yeah. But then there's, they, and it doesn't seem like everyone knows that. Like to give like, there's no moment of like, oh my God, finally, good for you. Yep. That They're just like, hey, great. Like, yeah. it's very much like not as big of a moment for everyone else as it is for Heigl because yep. we don't even know how big of a moment it is. So they don't yeah. tell us. Topher Grace goes and brings a glass of champagne to go see Alejandro's sister. because, And so Alejandro's sister says that, you know, because your mother, all the shit that I just heard about your family, I'm not going to be accepting advice from these people. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, give yeah. you business anyway. So they get to business. Um, I love how do. he was just a virgin and he was like, I don't know, I'm really nervous about the, you know, finding the right girl. And then he's just like, Caution let's give me wind. a hand job at the table with I your mom saw, in the front seat and let's yeah. go and fuck in my childhood bedroom. I saw a naked Colombian girl down by the pond. So um, now well, everything's we, out the window. Yep. And now we have a heart to heart with Diane Keaton and Susan Sarandon where we find out that Diane Keaton says that she's been over it, you know, and like that was, she made the first move on Robert De Niro last night because she just wanted to make sure that that she was, you know, truly over him, and she was, and it's like that's a really fucked up thing to say to Susan Sarandon. And then right Sarandon's now. like, well, "That's cool." Yeah, and she's like, it. "Are you sure?" Like, yeah, it's just like you know, are you sure you're done with him? And uh, it's like, what the fuck? No one had and correct reactions in this. No, movie. Susan anyway. Sarandon. I was like, Susan, you need to have more respect for yourself. Go out with yeah. Go out with um, Frank, or at least be mad for a while. From Thirty Rock. From Thirty, yeah, there you go. At least be mad for a while. 
Yeah. Like, that would you be fine. You could be upset. And then, but instead, she's just like, oh, you did? Dang it. Like, you think you'd be Whoops. mad at Robert De Niro yeah. for, like, you can't even keep in your pants. You're disgusting. Like, you'd think you'd be mad at him. But anyway. Nope, not at all. Um... So, uh, drunk uh, Robert De Niro is still drunk. He wants to, he's screaming on the microphone, wanting to tell Susan Sarandon something. Um, and then I would just be like, if I was Susan Sarandon, he's like, "Baby, I love you so much. I know that I, you know, blah blah blah." And then, like, I would be like, "I'm not listening to you right now. I'm still processing the fact that you cheated yeah. on me last night." And then he proposes to her, and she's like, "When did you get that ring?" And he's like, "Oh, I've had it for like six years." Wouldn't you be like, "What the fuck? You've been having, well, you've had it, and then you haven't." Men do that, though. That's so annoying That's that weird. you guys do that. Well, it's not only for that. Like, if Why? We... They're like, I want to marry this person, and then they don't ask them for six years? And also, it's sometimes not even that. Sometimes men are weird. Sometimes men, if they think possibly they might be getting married or might want to propose at some point down the road, if they find a deal on a ring, they'll get the ring then, and then they have it just in case. It's really strange. Guys don't look at it the same way as, as you do. That's why. They're just like I don't look at it anyway. No, no, but I, I just meant as like ladies do. It's a different thing for where they're like. But well, like, when I have you, to give this to someone at some it's point. It's fine so I'll to get have like a ring, but then yeah. you guys like men will make fun of women for buying a wedding dress. Yeah, before well, they have a ring. Yeah, so, but it's the same thing. We're just getting it to give to you because yeah, you but want the, it. But yeah, but the dress is just to is to wear. Yeah, so but we don't care dress, what you wore. You have your dream. That's dr- all, I know. It's still for you. I know, but yeah. it's just like, so I know that I'm, I want to get married someday, and yeah. this is the wedding dress that I would like. Why is that bad? Because we just, we're just like, because it's not, we don't get a warm feeling. We're just like, I'm going to need this someday. Like, if you bought, like, an extra set of tires, you're like, I should, yeah, I should get snow tires. That's what guys are looking at. Like, yeah, I yeah. got to have this in case I meet some lady that I want to marry, and I got this ring, and I got it for a good price. She's going to want a fucking ring, and I'm going to have to get her one. That's not what you should do. No. You should get a ring Thank for you. specifically the lady that you are looking for, yeah. especially if you know, you know what they like and things like that. But well, you should get guys don't do that generally. Like, I, I, got like, I got like a Celtic knot ring. And I think it's the most well, wonderful. Well, yeah, that's what you wanted. Yeah. Well, I guess well, I people are going to be like, Jesus, that. James, you suck. I'm going to get no, tweets no. saying I suck. I, no, I, I'm very thrilled that's with the you, Celtic knot. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I would take a bread tie, so yeah. I don't really care. That's what I mean. Yeah, but this is, I'm saying a that's lot. That's what yeah. I mean, is that you should make it an individual thing, like for, you should make it special yeah. for your person. But guys are doing it very utilitarian. They're like, uh, I need a diamond, which is yeah. like, I need a tool in case something breaks. I know. I'll I just get this feel like a wedding. I feel like an engagement ring is much more personal. So even if it is, even if it is like a lot, like a fucking ring pop if yeah that's what you know that your fiance yeah. would like then yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... no it should be i agree with you but for guys it's it's not for guys it's, it's like special i'm getting a tool that i need in case that nut i need to get that nut off of that thing someday oh. that's that's how guys look that's at it like strange. yeah because we don't care about ring we don't we don't get the same connection with it that you guys do so it's for us it's like i'm gonna have to give this to somebody it's weird for a lot of guys anyway um, I would kill my family for behaving like this at my wedding. <laughs> they never um, say a word. They never say a word. They're just kind of like laughing and enjoying the craziness. Like you think that they would be like, I am never speaking to any of you ever again. None of you. And even like Alejandro, because he's so embarrassed by his parents being divorced with his biological mom, you'd think that he'd be like, oh my God. But instead yeah. they have like many conversations in front of her and just kind of hope that she doesn't speak English or understand English. Hope she's not picking anything and up. And he's not like, oh my God, can you guys not fucking say that in front of my mom? Like, oh my God, like he's never, he's never like that. But anyway, um, De Niro and Sarandon are getting married now. Uh, so he proposes to her and then they get married right on the spot. Why? 
we have no idea. Um, Alejandro yeah. is arguing with his biological mom now because she's upset with him because he's a liar. Um, he, she was like, I don't know why you wouldn't just tell me that they're yeah. divorced. Like, you know, I'm not so fucking old fashioned as I seem. And then she tells him that he is actually a child out of wedlock. Um, not but, out of wedlock. She, he was lied to about who his father was yeah, for his whole I mean. life. Yeah. Like, cause she was banging the assistant mayor of Medellin and he was In a married Columbia, man yeah. and like all this shit. It was like. And he's like, wait, so my dad was not a bean farmer? And then the next scene is him laughing and joking and ha- like, I would be crying. Yeah. She's like, nope, that something's whole- happened and walks away. I was like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. No. Tell me who my dad is. Yeah, what are we talking about here? Yeah. I'm very confused. So, so um, <laughs> Diane Keaton, she says to Robin Williams, you were right. There are different kinds of love, which really upset me because I was like, listen, you are a woman who adopted a child you understand that there are different types of love. You've had it. Yeah. So you got married, you fell in love, you got married. Then you had a child, which is a different type of love. Then you had another child, which is a different type of love because you had a boy and a girl. How about you and like- then you fucking adopted a child. So you know there's a different type of love. You presumably have other family members who you love. Also, you're 65 years old. Yeah. You know the way things are by 65 years old. You're not like, there's different kinds of love. Like, yeah. you're 65. You're not Encino, man. You didn't just come out of a fucking block yeah. of ice you, for yeah, less. Yeah, you. You know that you love. Like when I was a little kid, I used to think that like, I mean like little, little, I was probably like four. And I thought that you only said I love you to people that you were married to. And I remembered my, I remember my grandpa said to me, I love you, Sarah. And I went, ew. (laughs) (laughs) We're not married, grandpa. I'm like, I'm four, but yeah, I don't know what my problem was. Um, But anyway, so then uh, it goes from Diane Keaton and Robin Williams. And then it goes into a Michael Buble song, the You Can Dance. If they ask you to dance, that song, the awful one, the Save the Last Dance, they scroll through all the different gloves. There's Topher Grace and, you know, um, Alejandro's sister. There's De Niro and Heigl. Their relationship is better. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, Heigl's husband. Heigl's husband shows up. And she's like, and she fucking hijacks. This looks like Amanda Seyfried, because yeah. he Andrew's like, oh yeah, my dad told uh, your dad told me that you wanted me to come here because you have something to tell me. He looks and, like a marshmallow with hair from the stuck on the shower wall plastered on his yeah. head. That's what he looks like. This fucking guy. So he's like, your dad said that you have something to tell me, and then so Amanda Seyfried's like, okay, like we're gonna let you go and like talk to him. This is obviously a very personal conversation, and Heigl's like, no, you're family now. You can hear this, and it's like. Oh, I don't no, want no, no. to. I don't want to hear this. And Alejandro was never like, no, sister. We just got married. We just got married. This seems like a very private conversation. Please do not make my wife uncomfortable. Oh, no. Like, Public. what are you doing? I would kill my sister if she did that. So then she's like, I'm pregnant. And then you said mean things to me. But meanwhile, we find out that she said, like, get the hell out of my life. I don't want you in my life anymore. And then he said mean things to her, of course, because she when just she broke up said, with him. Yeah. yeah. She just said, fine, fuck you. And the and horse then she, she was- rode in on. Then she was mad at him for not trying to get a hold of her after she dumped him. And it was like, and then everyone well, else. Diane Keaton yeah. said to her, she's like, well, and you did like, leave him. Yeah, everyone's like, what do you expect? You fucking yeah. broke up with him. You left him. Of and course she's, she's not like, trying well, to get he doesn't him. have to make it so easy. And it's yeah. like, well, then fucking communicate it's like, that. You're the worst, Heigl, in every fucking movie. Fucking, you're unreasonable. Fucking communicate that. Jesus. Either say, like, you can reach out to him. There's nothing stopping you from being like, hey, asshole. Yeah, unreasonable. Yeah. Starring So Catherine anyway, Heigl. it ends on De Niro voiceover saying, welcome, baby Jane. Your grandmothers are all crazy. Rude. I was like, oh, they of are, course. The win- I know, but Robert De Niro is crazy, too. Oh, he's crazy, he's too. He's only calling yeah. all the ladies crazy, which made me upset. Oh, well, I don't know. They're and all then it's over. It's fucking house. It's Even fucking Topher over. Grace is crazy. It's done. 
It's done. Thank fuck for that. Jesus Christ. That's <sighs> painful. Well, painful. James, well, we I can know. go on a trip here from We're, Cheddar Bay <laughs> all the way to the Heigelmeter. To the Heigelmeter. The Heigl meter is our unit of measurement, the way that we rate our movies on a scale of one Heigl to five Heigls. Five Heigls being the worst movie, most punishing, awful, terrible, no good movie. And then one Heigl, not that bad. Not that bad. Zero. Um, I'm going to, uh, go we, we usually go by, you know, there's no rules. We don't have to do one to no, five. You we, do whatever we, we want. can make a formula. You we can creative. do whatever we want. Uh, you went first last week, so I'll yeah. go first yeah, this please. week. Yeah, please. Go first. Um, I'm just going to give it a good old-fashioned fiver. Five highs. Really? Yeah, just not good. Not. It was entertainingly terrible. It was, I'll never watch it again. Yeah. I'll, no. If I feel like I want to watch that movie, I will watch The Birdcage because it's much better. Yeah. So I will give it five Heigels. And it, it had a couple of lines here and there that were pretty funny. Yeah. And you were like, oh, okay. But then it, it would just be destroyed by a yeah. pile of shit afterwards. It would get like a dump truck full of manure would get dumped on yeah. it. I give it 1,978 Heigels, oh. which is 19, 1978, which is the year I believe this was written. Okay. So that's how many Heigels I give it. Fuck this movie. This movie was um, yeah. awful. Thank you, TJ. We Thank loved you, TJ. It. We this did, was... it was enjoyable. We did want to bring Heigel back. Because yeah, we, uh, we reminder, needed all Heigels. We are a week. Uh, we're taking a week off next week. So remember, yes. we're on three weeks on and one week off. So this is our last week until we have a break. Don't even wonder yeah. about what we're doing. One week off we'll be back the yeah. next week. So next week we're off and then we're back. But um, yeah, so... Thank you, TJ. This movie was very entertaining. It was. It was very terrible. And it was, um, I feel like almost exactly what this podcast is about. So it's, it's this it type of very, shit. It, it was very good, mm-hmm. including Heigl. It was. No, this is the, that movie is the essence of this podcast. Yeah. TJ, great, great selection. Thank you. Great selection. Thank you Sorry very much. Sorry we couldn't see you in Philly recently. We apologize. We missed you. We did. Yeah. Well, we wanted to go, but we can't. Sorry. Yeah. That's all right. So eh, whatever. What are you going to do? Thank Um, you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here and listening. And uh, thank you for your podcast review, your Apple podcast reviews. If you want to go on there and give us five stars, please do. If not, just don't worry about it. Go on with your life. Uh, If you want to follow us on social media, we're Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com slash you got high gold. Uh, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. We do bonus episodes on Patreon every other week. Including this week. Including this week. Um, we will be talking about 90 Day Fiance, the tell-all for Happily Ever After. All there the is three gossip. parts. Yeah. And then we will talk about, if we have time, we'll talk about 90 Day Fiance we're, the other We're going to talk a lot of shit about Libby's family. because I, A lot. A lot. Because I am just, I want to kick Charlie repeatedly in the nutsack. Until Chuck has to fucking massage them back to life. That's what I want. Because I fucking hate both of those two. And I want to bully Jen. Yeah, Jen needs bullying. I want to bully time. her bad. Yeah, I, do I don't too. want to be mean to her. I no. just want to bully her. I, I want, want to really bother her. Kalani's sister to bully her because yeah. she's big and can bully. She seems love, like she, she's like tall. You know yeah. what I mean? She'd be like, listen, um, bitch. Yeah. And uh, okay, so yeah, this week we're doing another round of 90 Day Fiance. That's on Patreon, patreon.com slash you got high gold, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. Um, we have merchandise. It's on Threadless. It's HeigleYourself.Threadless.com. I put the links in all of our bios, and I think I also put it in the episode description. If you'd like to talk to me on Twitter or on Instagram about, I don't know, Anything. whatever you want. It's fine. We can talk about stuff. <laughs> um, I'm at Twitter and Instagram.com uh, slash Sarah H is funny. 
S-A-R-A-H-H, is funny. I also have two books on Amazon. They are also, I think, on barnesandnoble.com. Um, they're called Small Potatoes, and they're mouthwatering musings of a misanthrope, or they are also, um, uh-oh, leftover beef from, from a lovable, lovable curmudgeon. curmudgeon. If you'd like to hear me saying how I think that people should um, behave themselves at parties, because this episode I told you a lot about how you should not behave your, th- these ways, and I would be mortified <laughs> if my family did behave those ways. You'd um, right. If you'd like to hear more about um, how I think parties should be held, um, how you can be a better party guest, or anything like that. Um, yes, oh my God, I am writing a cookbook. I'm just also doing a lot of other things. Yeah, tons of stuff going on. But anyway, on. James, how can people talk to you? You can talk to me. You can find me at Jimmy P is Funny, or you can just copy and paste my name. You want to hear other things that I'm on every Tuesday, crime and sports, every Thursday, small town murder. Listen to those because they're really, really funny, and so are Sarah's books, and you should buy them. And I think now we're ready for the um, awesome people, are we not? Yes, we are absolutely ready I for the awesome people. I want to hear the awesome people. people. Tell uh, me good people and tell me right now. <laughs> It's That's a, a really great song. It was like an 80s uh, like a serial commercial yeah. jingle, basically. Yeah. We've got Biff Thunderbeef. Great name. Nice. Um, I like Biff Thunderbeef. That's quite the name. <laughs> Della Reaganweather. Um, Matthew Boatwright. Eric Higgins. Kristen McAllister. Andrew Serrano. Bobby Colorado. Hey. Uh, Rochelle Scoggins. Monica. Um, Mary Kate Appel or Apple, Joshua Miller, Kevin Bartlett, McKenna Matal, and I want to say it's Peyton Riser. Um, it might be Peyton. I don't know. I'm going to say Peyton just because I feel like Peyton should be what your name is. Take a, and take if, a stand. Yeah, I'm That's just going to I'm going to say it confidently and Ashley Vio Duty as well. Thank you. Um thank you guys so, so much, much for everybody. hanging out with us. Um We really <gasps> do appreciate you guys. Thank you so much and we will try to throw down awesome bonus material we for you. We didn't even bring up once about the ass nailers today. Damn it. Oh. All right. Well, anyway, you broads and ass nailers. Thank you International Pyramid of Ass Nailers. We thank appreciate it. Thank you guys it. so much. We love you guys. Get we more thank ass you. nailing in your downline. Go heigle yourselves and get out there. <laughs> Nail some asses. Go heigle yourselves, everybody. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.